Hey, first of all, thank you for joining us and lifting up the name of Jesus and worshiping with us. It's a joy to be able to worship together. It's really good. It's a fun thing to happen, so thanks for doing that. Hey, a few announcements I want to give you. We have a couple of parties going on this month, and I'm going to hope I get these dates right. October 21st, the Medina Herrera party, is that's a Saturday. It's at the Herrera's home, so you guys are welcome to join that. And on October 31st, that's a Tuesday night? Is that? Yeah, it's Halloween. Is it Tuesday night? Okay. It's, uh, it's at the Jollies compound out there where several live, and the Fergoso Jolly Party is out there, so jump in. Um, also want to just give you a heads up that in a couple weeks, um, our Jubilee weekend is coming. And our Jubilee, it's an opportunity for us to really serve this city and the families of the city in a really cool way as a church as we're hosting an event right down the middle of Main Street and in the downtown area. And it's a lot of fun. And it's an opportunity for everybody to get involved because we really do kind of need all hands on deck. There's thousands of people that show up to that. And we serve by handing out candy and helping do games and decorating before and then tearing down after. So um, be, be looking uh, ahead to that. It's going to be actually on Saturday uh, from 5 to 8 on that. What is that day, actually? Somebody got a date on me? 28th. It's from 5 to 8, but we're going to have some uh, pre-days where we're going to be setting up, and then we'd love some people to stay around after 8 o'clock so that it's not just a handful of five people tearing down all that's going to be up. So, But then the next day after Jubilee, um, we are having a family worship day here. And what that means, that means this church family, we're, we're doing a special gathering where we're going to have some baby dedications, we're going to have some water baptisms, and then we're going to have lunch together right after, available right here. We're just going to serve up lunch and be able to hang out and have some fun together. So we want to kind of prep you by saying that whole weekend is going to be a jubilee for us. And uh, so, so look ahead to that. And uh, if you want to get in on those baby dedications, we still have some room. You can sign up on the Church Center app. And if you're here and you've not been baptized, water baptized as a follower of Jesus, then, yeah, get a hold of us because we have a few folks getting baptized. And some of those getting baptized were baptized when they were really young and now want to be baptized as those that are following Christ as disciples. And uh, we're excited about that. So if you want to either dedicate kids or be baptized, do that. Talk to us and then plan on staying for lunch because that's going to be a lot of fun for us. Sound good? All right. Well, um, we are currently in a series through 1 John. How many of you guys already knew that? All right. And uh, 1 John focuses a lot on walking in the light. And just a couple of weeks ago, Travis was here and shared out of 1 John chapter 1 a few verses. And I'm just going to read those real fast because they're kind of significant for what we're, doing, what we're doing this morning and really what's going on in our church family. These are a few verses out of 1 John chapter 1. If we say we have fellowship with God, but walk in darkness, we lie and don't practice the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. If we say we have no sin, we're just tricking ourselves, and the truth isn't in us. 
But if we confess our sins, he is faithful and he is just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And that's going to be a repeating theme that we're going to see through 1 John, really about walking the light, about confession, and about what happens with confession, a washing away and a restoration of fellowship with God and with people. That's going to be a lot of what we're going to be talking about. Well, last weekend, about 45 of our ladies went over to the coast and took some time to practice what we preached on. And really said, we're going to put this into practice. And they spent a few days just walking in the light together. And this morning, we've decided that it would be good and right for us to just take some time and have some of the treasures that were experienced that weekend be unpacked. And so we're going to get that started, but I'm going to ask uh, Kathleen and Rachel and Dahlia to come on up. They're kind of the three boss ladies of this retreat. Yeah. And you probably already know this, but just to make sure that you got it, like retreats for like 45 ladies staying in beach houses, food provided, and then also like really fun little trinkets along the way. Those things don't just happen as we um, have our quiet times with Jesus. They take a lot of planning. They take a lot of preparation and prayer. And these ladies, along with some others, have really put that in. So thank you guys for helping this weekend be a special weekend for the ladies and really for investing in our church family, right? Are we grateful for that? Yeah. All right. So our scripture for the weekend was out of 2 Corinthians 4, 7 through 10, and I'm just going to read that. <clears throat> we now have this light shining in our hearts but we ourselves are like fragile clay jars containing this great treasure. This makes it clear that our great power is from God and not from ourselves. We are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. Through suffering, our bodies continue to share in the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be seen in our bodies. And our one word phrase for the weekend was free. It's on our shirts and it kept coming up all weekend. And although that word isn't directly in this passage, um, we took from this passage the application of this verse is that even though we are clay jars, we contain the treasure of life because of his great deposit in our hearts and in our lives. And um, it's that treasure that produces life and victory of Jesus by share, as we share in the death of him, which is dying to ourselves, and specifically this weekend in the area of forgiveness of ourselves and understanding who we are personally in Christ. And then in turn, we can forgive others. And understanding that because of what he did by the death of Christ and in that that we are forgiven as the life of Jesus comes through us as his true treasure. So the word for uh, free wasn't exactly in the verses, but this whole passage talks about who we are in Christ, that we have this treasure in us. We are free because Christ has set us free and his life does that in us. That's awesome. I 
was just going to check this. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. It's so quiet in here. <laughs> it's from like worship to like nothing. Um, usually I'm used to talking when there's like a lot of distraction <laughs> and a lot of things going on. So the quiet is a little crazy. Um, so I just wanted to share um, and thank uh, this, uh, the teams that came and served. It does, it takes a lot of, um, takes a lot to go away for uh, Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday. There's a lot to prepare. There's a lot to plan. There's a lot to think through. There's a lot to pray through. There's a lot to ask the Lord about. And so there was just this, um, there's a bit of momentum leading up to the weekend and, um, and then the weekend itself, you know. And so I just, there was just a lot of women that poured out in really practical ways and in really and in and in also just covering spiritually for our time too and it's just i think that because of that because there were multiple people that got together the weekend was able to we were able to really come in present and present our hearts before the lord so um there were multiple teams that were gathered and led and so i just wanted to take a minute to recognize those teams so uh, one of the teams was our food team and uh, our yummy team. I don't know. I kept saying that, too. Uh, and it was led by Rachel Silver, and she's not here right now. She's actually in Visalia um, with Jared. Uh, Zach, Jared was going to announce that Zach was um, on staff, and then he got strep throat. So, but faithful Rachel still went, <laughs> and um, and she read the scripture in the morning in Visalia and took Luca, and anyway, she's she's just um, has been so willing to serve, and I just wanted to honor her, even though she's not here here, we know who she is, <laughs> and we know her heart to lead and to care and to bring in, and um, and she's just like, sure, yes what else? <laughs> and um, it's just, I wanted to honor her today in our congregation and say that affects every one of us when she does that. And so specifically this weekend, she rallied together a food team and that had um, Katie McAllister on it. Katie, can you stand please? <laughs> and Kirsty Thiessen was on there. Emily Gonzalez, Bethany Frisco. I don't know. Can you guys all stand? Where are you guys? Are they are they here? Where are you guys? Yes. Okay, thank you. Yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you. You guys drove down to San Luis and did a huge Costco run <laughs> and then distributed it between all the houses and made sure that we got dinner for Saturday night and made sure there was our all of our fridges in each house were like packed with yummy good things. And so it was no small feet, and it was amazing. So thank you so much. It was really beautiful. And um, also wanted to thank, uh, oh, I'm on a different page right now. Okay, the other teams that we did um, were hospitality team, which it was led by Leslie, and she's not here today. And, uh, and Delena's not here today. <laughs> And Lisa's in a classroom. <laughs> Where's Kirsty? 
Okay, Kirsty. Oh, Kirsty, were you on decor? Were you on hospitality team and not food team? Oh, thank you for that. Can you stand? And Angelina, yes, and Angelina, thank you, thank you, ladies. <laughs> yes, that was we. Just, we um, Angelina designed our shirts that you just saw um, Kathleen wearing. She like literally hand. Oh, golly, um, she like literally hand drew. Um, the art that was on there, along with some stickers as well. She just blessed us with her talent and Kirsty with um, bringing together, setting up our tablescapes and the packaging of the shirts and all of the things that ended up in the bathrooms. There was just so many details that went into that too, spread across all the houses. And so we want to honor your team. And at the end of it, I think Leslie even got sick. So it was at the cost of her health. <laughs> we just... We prayed a lot for help, but oh my gosh. Um, we're just really thankful for Lisa, Kirsty, Delina, Leslie, Angelina. So thank you guys so, so much. Lavish. You lavished us in really beautiful ways. Yeah. 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 Totally. <laughs> um, we also had our uh, activities team, which was led by Annie. Annie. Yeah, raise that hand high, girl. Yeah, and um, she had Colby and Corey on there, and I think Corey's in the classroom. And, oh, she told me she was going to be in the classroom. <laughs> yes, and I don't know where Colby is, but um, they were all on a team together, and it was so fun. They made they put together sweet, sweet um, escape room activities, truth or dare. We just had a great time to laugh and play and have fun, and we're really, really, really thankful because most memories were made. A lot of memories were made there. But thank you. We also had our prayer team led by Carmen Jacobo. Yes. Carmen, you wave. Yes. And Rachel Lambert was on there. Jada, Linda Grin, Becky Smith, Kathy Nesper, uh, Heidi Heredia. Yes. And... Jenny Richmond, yes, thank you. Ladies, honestly, there were so many of you that came and prayed before getting there, during there, all of that. So thank you guys so, so much for that contending, that prayer, coming alongside other women. So we weren't, no one felt alone. So thank you for that, guys. So, so blessed. Uh, we also had our administration team, which was uh, Kirsty and Kathleen, Connie, um, <laughs> Christy, did I say Christy? Christy Welch. Well, who did I say? Christy Welch. Um, she got in all, sorry guys, um, she got in all of that registration. Kathleen, you handled all kinds of paperwork and all kinds of plugging in and making sure things were happening and you were like feet on the ground making sure everyone was cared for and tended to. So thank you for all that you've poured out in that really tangible way for us. So beautiful. Um, and then also for, just want to thank Dahlia and Kathleen also, for this pastoral team, just carrying the heart and uh, just the heartbeat behind like what God was like wanting to do and coming alongside and um just facilitating such a beautiful time for people to engage and receive in really practical ways this weekend too. So your pastoral heart to care and come alongside for anyone in this room, like you guys would go to anyone in this room. And I feel so confident that 
you would lead them to Jesus. And so thank you guys for doing that this weekend. And also, um, she's not here either, but Devin Bernias, she, um, she graciously said, you guys can use my beach house and I'll come. And so there were just, uh, she just made space for so many women to come and, and connect and pray and be together and just facilitate all of that in her home. And so I just want to honor Devin. If you don't know her, get to know her. She's full of generosity and uh, grace in her life. And so just want to honor her too. Oh, yeah. And um, yes, and then we have um, our worship team, which was Sarah and Zanny. And Zan's in Visalia today. I saw her. <laughs> and we just want to say thank you so much, Sarah. I mean, the way that you lead with full faith and full belief, believing God is going to break through and come in and meet people where they're at. It's such a gift you carry, and you got to carry that for like a whole weekend. So <laughs> thank you so much. We honor you and Zan too. I got to give her a kiss today and say hi and thank her too. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you, ladies. Um, yeah, I think that covers it. I think that covers it. So yeah, yeah. love you. Love you all. Such an honor, such a joy. Um, next. I wanted to um, introduce, uh, I just wanted to open up a little sharing time of what God did do in the weekend. Um, those were practical things, but God really did break through and meet meet women. And there were a few stories that just really hit, hit our hearts and we thought, and we wanted to invite them up here today to um, declare the goodness of God in their life and how he met them this weekend and um, in a really specific way. So for those ladies that I chatted with, would you come up here? <laughs> I'll give you some time. Um, I wanted to read this verse that went along with um, uh, with our testimonies before and what we kind of what we worshiped with this morning too. Um, it's out of Psalm <laughs> yeah yeah right there. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you have that. Um, we have, I just wanted to read out Psalm 23 in the message version. It says, it's a Psalm of David. God, my shepherd, I don't need a thing. You have bedded me down in lush meadows. You find me in quiet pools to drink from. True to your word, you let me catch my breath and send me in the right direction. Even when the way goes even when the way goes through Death Valley, I'm not afraid. When you walk at my side, your trusty, your trusty shepherd's crook makes me feel secure. You serve me a six-course dinner right in front of my enemies. You revive my drooping head. My cup brims with blessing. Your beauty and love chase after me every day of my life. Just like what we were singing about. I'm back home in the house of God for the rest of my life. So I wanted to open up our testimony sharing time with that. I wanted to just add, you know, what went on this weekend is very deep and it's very personal. They're not coming up here to just expose themselves or just, as, you know, for spotlight, but they're coming up here to testify on the power and the glory of Jesus. So, Jesus, thank you for Kalina. Thank you that you love her. 
Thank you that you're powerful in her life and that you care for Joy and you care for Brittany and you care for Heidi. And we just bless them and cover them, Jesus, in your name. Amen. Wow, I didn't know I was going first. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Well, um, for those of you who haven't met me yet, my name is Kalina. And my husband and I have been coming for a couple months now. And God is doing just an amazing work in our family. And through coming here, we've met some amazing people. So thank you all, because you all are wonderful and have welcomed us. And I saw in the bulletin there was this women's retreat. And I might as well just jump right in and get to know more people. But leading up to it, I had so much anxiety, just so much anxiety about going, meeting people, and being the new one, uh, not knowing enough people, not making connections. And I really just had anxiety about if people really knew who I was, if they know what I've done, like, they're not going to like me anyways. And sorry, I wasn't going to (laughs) cry. Um... There's a lot that I've ingrained in my head thinking like um, that I had to hide and I had to keep down things. I would comfort friends. I would spout off scripture to people. I would sing the songs in worship. But I never, not never, but lately, (laughs) I hadn't made that connection to God in so long because I just felt so burdened by sin and things that were in my life that I just put to the side. Um, I felt like there were things that I thought I was just going to take to the grave and be done. Little did I know that God had other plans. (laughs) And um, that there's just, there was so much freedom and uh, going to this retreat and when I started talking to people and when I started sharing my story a little bit, <laughs> others started sharing their story too. And I'm like, I'm not the only person. <laughs> I'm not the only one that's been carrying this burden. And little did I know, like, God just puts exactly where you need to be, who you need to be with, and who you need to talk to. And it just lined up so perfectly. Um, and, sorry, I'm so nervous. <laughs> and, um, you know, I met, I met Brittany. We rode up in the same car together, and we shared a very similar story. And the more we started talking, the more we were, like, even to the day of, like, sobriety that we were on, just all lined up. And it was just only something God could have done. And um, so... Josie had said something who spoke that shame causes daughters to be slaves. And I just kept thinking, like, I don't want to be a slave anymore. I don't, I don't want this in my life. Like, these people, like, this will be my testimony one day. And it is right now, I think, yeah. <laughs> but um, shame dies in safe places. When you're in a safe place where you can talk to people, there's so much freedom in that. And you don't have to live in shame. And I'm not going to pretend that I have it all together now because I don't. Um, but I don't have to live this fight or f- flight mode anymore. And um, 
I just, there's these scriptures I would tell people, like, now the Lord is the spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. I used to say that all the time, and I believe it now, and I don't have it all together. But I'm with a great group of people, a great group of women that I've met and have been able to just be real and talk through hurt and pain and stuff that I buried. And yes, it's stuff that we'll have to work through and go through and figure it out. But I have great people beside me. And like, I just feel so free and it's so worth it to live in the light and walk in the light. So I just want to thank you all for being so gracious and allowing us, me to share my story and have a microphone, so, <laughs> yeah. You did wonderful, good job. Uh, hi everyone, my name is Brittany, um, and I wanna apologize for my son that just makes a bunch of noise. Um, uh, <laughs> Okay, so I'm just gonna get right into it because I might pass out, I'm so nervous. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so two things can exist at once. We can be seeking something while also avoiding what we're seeking, which is exactly what I was doing. Seeking a better life from the one I had been living while avoiding the reality, I'd have to let go of that person completely. Then in that way, we end up going around and around in circles, continually going into the same direction, turning to worldly pleasures to pass the time. Until we're ready to face it, and when our moment comes, our moments of reckoning, we finally realize the only thing we needed to do was simply change our direction, to go up. To look up to the Lord and fix our eyes on God. And when our gaze becomes fixed on God, everything changes. I'm 90 days sober today. Um, free of substance, but it wasn't until last weekend I was freed of the grapples of the enemy, the grapples that bound me to the very person I'd have to let go of. And when I finally forgave myself for living in darkness, I made room for his light. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Hi, I'm Joy, if you don't know me. Um, before God brought me my wonderful husband, Jay, um, I had been in an unhealthy marriage for about 22 years, um, but God rescued me from that and opened up doors um, and provided for me. And I worked really hard on forgiveness and forgiving the people that I felt had wronged me or hurt me. Um, I didn't want to hurt, hold on to those feelings of hurt or anger and become bitter. I just, that's not what I wanted for myself. Um, and so when Josie was speaking this last weekend, um, she talked about how she felt God telling her, well, you need to forgive yourself too. And that just kind of punched me in the chest, hit me hard. And um, I just knew that I needed to forgive myself for the choices that I had made that took me down that path. Um, so that I could let go of those negative thoughts and things and believe um, in what God says I am. Yeah. Thank you, Joy. Good morning. My name is Heidi. And um, yeah, I'm just going to testify of what 
what I saw Jesus do um, this weekend at the women's retreat. So um, what I had shared with Rachel, and so she asked me to share this morning, was we were in a time of worship, and I just started looking around the room. And while we were singing and women's you know, arms were raised high, I just could see and sense like Jesus walking around the room as we were releasing our burdens to the Lord, as we were forgiving, as we were just locking eyes with Jesus, I just saw the Lord touching women, setting them free, holding them, just allowing his spirit to come upon them. And it was, it was so beautiful. And, you know, the whole weekend was about freedom and an emphasis on forgiveness. And I think what I saw was this whole group of women choosing to go past all of the walls of fear and choose to go after Jesus and receive everything that he had for them that weekend. And we did. And the Lord was faithful. And something that was in my heart that I saw happen was unforgiveness is a burden that we were never meant to carry. Unforgiveness, hate, shame is a burden we were never meant to carry. And it's too heavy for us. And so I just got to witness the power of the cross come in. And as we released our anger as we released our shame, as we released the burdens too heavy for us, Christ was faithful to come and take them and give us hope and give us freedom and fill us with his love. And we left different and lighter. Um, and so, yeah, I'm just super thankful for the Lord and his great work and for the courage that I witnessed, all of the courage um, is beautiful. So that's for all of us. There's so much power in Jesus' name and what he can do. And I just wanted to invite us into something kind of rowdy right now. Uh, but let's just give a, like, a shout of praise for, like, the power of God and what he just did in everyone. Can we do that all together? Ready? One, two, three. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. Oh, man. I wanted to just share a few things and then invite us all back into a song of worship, if that's possible, Sarah. Um, but I wanted to share real quick, Josie sent a message, like an overview, and I wanted to share that because I don't believe it's just for the 45 women who showed up at Women's Retreat. I believe that can happen to all of us. And you got to hear a few different stories. You got to hear the power of sobriety. You got to hear the power of shame breaking. You got to hear the power of forgiving ourselves and letting that go and watching who we are as a, our daughter, our son in Jesus Christ. And that's for all of us. So wherever you find yourself out, there's no big or small in it. But 
we just want to invite you what we experience. Like, freely you shall be given, freely you go give, you know, receive. And that's what we want to do. Um, but forgiveness is not forgetting. Forgiveness does not mean that you must tolerate sin. Forgiveness does not seek revenge, demand payback for the offense suffered. These are like kind of big steps, but I just want to kind of give you a very visual of what we got a chance to do. When we forgave, we asked God, who, did we, who do we need to forgive? We didn't just assume we knew who it was. Second, we acknowledge the hurt and hate because wherever you're at, if there's hurt, there's hurt, and we want to acknowledge that. Big, small, there's no big or small for the Lord. There's just hurt. We want to make sure to accept your part in that. That's in Matthew 6, 11. Understand the significance of the cross, Matthew 18, 35. That's powerful in what Jesus did. He came to break chains. And then also, it's a choice. We get to choose to forgive. We don't automatically muster up all these feelings and then we get there. We choose there, choose that, and then we get there. And then we take this list to God and you say, I forgive for a blank. You destroy the list. You don't expect change in others. You pray for them because that might not happen. We got to look at our hurt straight in the face and say, that person may never tell us I'm sorry. But God, you will pay us for what they did. And then we say, thank you, God, for where we're at and the lesson we learned. That's I know that's a huge overview, and you might be saying that. You may be like, hey, what is that? And you might not need to do that right now, but if you do, we just want to extend the invitation that now is the time, not tomorrow, not yesterday, that now. And so I'm just going to say a prayer and invite the worship team to come back up. And if you need to pray, you can um, come up here. We'll be able to pray for you. You just need to do business with God on your own. You do it. We believe, we trust, you know your own heart. So if you need someone to pray with you, come on up. We'll do that. If not, just do business with God. Jesus, we thank you for this invitation to forgive, to let go, to trust you, and to true freedom, freedom that breaks shame, freedom that accepts and brings us in. Thank you for the truth that if we confess our sins, you are faithful and just to forgive. We thank you, Lord, that you are here today. We just ask, Holy Spirit, would you come? Would you do your will? Would you bring freedom to this whole body? In your name we pray, amen. Why don't we stand and are you guys going to stay up here in the front? You don't have to get up there, but um, so the invitation has been given, you know, Bottom line, church, the gospel, the good news, which is what the gospel means, the good news is all about forgiveness and freedom. And so I, what I'm hearing is the invitation. If, if you weren't one of those 45 ladies that were able to go and receive kind of a weekend saturated with forgiveness and freedom, Jesus is still here to do that. Mm. And so if you're carrying a burden of unforgiveness... Um, toward others, or you feel a burden of shame on yourself, 
there's room for you to get in on what God is doing. So the, the communion table is also a beautiful place that celebrates the gospel of Christ. That because of what he did on the cross, his broken body, his shed blood, we are forgiven and we can become free people. And that's true for everybody here. That's true for everybody. Some of us have, have bought into the lie that, yeah, I'm not going to. It's kind of like what Kalina was saying. I'm, I'm, I'm never going to live that, but I'll just speak it to other people. And don't buy into that lie. The good gospel of forgiveness and freedom.